transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Prepare to have your bones chilled and your hairs raised. It's the Whack Arnold's Brothers Podcast. Welcome home. All right. Well, let's see if this meeting is being fully recorded. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Dear and wonderful hot dogs, another Old Heart Radio podcast coming your way. What? This is episode six of what? The Whack Arnold's Brothers. Yeah, dude. The Whack Arnold's Brothers (laughs) podcast is back. We got a fresh, fresh soda. We consumed uh quite the slow slow burner i'll say it was yeah 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 uh evil speak is there's like a couple uh you know kills but the last 15 minutes is just like utter fucking carnage dude it's intense yeah yeah (laughs) this was a 1981 movie yes uh this was actually the first movie that i've ever seen starring clint howard okay you know like what I mean? fully like, like okay. fully starring you know like yeah he was, he was the lead character in this movie exactly exactly uh so you know and, and i will say this that dude that dude had this like he's like he you know he had this like weird handsomeness in this whole movie yeah. I, kept, I kept being like why does everybody hate on this guy man <laughs> like, like, he's like the, he's like a pretty boy in this situation almost <laughs> but yeah so the, basically They're the entirety good. of this movie uh, takes place at the military academy that, he, the, that his character attends, correct? Yeah, the, the, the uh, Andover Military <laughs> Academy. Andover <laughs> Military Academy. Uh, aside from, like, the opening sequence, I suppose, right. which right. which was this, like, I mean, like, it sets up parts of the other movie, but it felt, it felt so strange at the time. Like, it it does, yeah. It's like, all of a sudden, you just jump into, like, some priests, like, walking along a beach, and, like, this really, like, hum, God, like really so somber <laughs> fucking setting and like there's you know that you come to find out they're banishing this like evil satanist cult mm-hmm. leader dude named esteban father esteban yeah <laughs> and <laughs> and it ends with like this whole sequence ends with him like burnt I, I it was hard to tell it was like there's like some sort of like flame happening but he also like chopped the head off of this yeah. off of his like i don't know the the a follower a yeah. follower i guess it was, yeah, it was all very like, a, like dense <laughs> i love the transition though how he cuts her head off and then it transitioned into present day and it's a soccer ball <laughs> flying through the air. it's like that was a cool cut it was no pun it, intended yeah it, <laughs> it was man i i really i really love like that kind of stuff because it's just like it's those kind of things that like really work for the movie mm-hmm. but at the same time just yeah, over time become very like f- just kind of funny to watch like because it's it's a really good cut but it's also like head to soccer ball it seems like a very like for some reason i picture something like that in like a like a, a good burger skit or something like <laughs> <laughs> well because because i don't know the first thing that jumps into my head real is like there's this this is a, such a hard cut real really quick there's this scene in good burger where like kel is rolling uh blading to work and at some point uh, he's like driving, he's like running or, you know, rolling through this basketball court and he like gets his, like he gets his hands, his hands on the basketball and then out of nowhere, like a baby gets switched and like somehow yeah, the baby yeah. gets like thrown into the hoop. Yeah, babies, basketballs, heads, soccer balls, you know, it's you know, there you, I see, either I, way, I, it works. <laughs> I get what you're saying. And then and we instantly get introduced to the main character of the movie, yeah. uh, Cooper Smith, Stanley Cooper Smith, and then <laughs> like the four bullies who are just throughout this movie, there's no redeemable qualities. They're like the biggest no. pieces of shit. Absolutely, dude. Like they just and they ramp up their shittiness as the movie goes on. Like, yeah, like they start out in a shitty place, and you guys are like, "Wow, these guys are fucking dickheads." And yeah. then like it just like it they just like they go far yeah. with it later on but it's true yeah, yeah you get introduced to like to all these and like kind of the what seems like the main provocation for the bullying where which is like the soccer team 
uh, mm-hmm. where like apparently you know Cooper Smith isn't really the greatest soccer player, but he you know loves to play and wants to play. And the bullies, are yeah, like, you fucking suck, Cooper Dick, and like. You know. But we we quickly like get introduced um, to all the characters that pretty. It's like nobody likes this guy. Like the coach doesn't like him. Yeah. The reverend, the colonel, like they're all you know. There's little lines where the colonel's like. And then we have students like Cooper Smith, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like his like his like English teacher picks on him and like calls him like super weird, like Cooper Smith. Like I don't know, dude. It's like super weird. But you're right, dude. Like like everybody's like seems to have it out for this guy for some reason. Yeah. Like what did he do? What the fuck did he do? Even, like the, the worst part at the beginning is that they make fun of him for his parents being dead. Dude, I know. It's like it's like they they they're having like a parents day or something like that. They're like they're like what is a social worker gonna come for him? Like it's like fuck it's you so dude fucked like, up. Yeah. like you guys are fucking pricks. Uh yeah but the, like this so so basically yeah you kinda you kinda get that pa- that that picture painted where it's like he's sort of the outcast you know mm-hmm. he's, he's being forced he's being bullied on and kind of forced to the to the outside and uh one of these sort of you know i, I feel like uh, well somehow this leads to basically him kind of like having being forced to do like the chore of like uh cleaning out yeah. the cellar in the church it, or whatever it doesn't explain why but like just he's instantly like i'm i'm on punishment and i gotta Clean the cellar out, yeah. Yeah, just regular old punishment for for Cooper Smith, you know. Right. But yeah, so he goes and and th- this is like the I, I'm so surprised that he was like the first person to discover this elaborate, yeah, creepy cellar area. Uh, presumably, besides like maybe the janitor guy or the custodian guy or whatever that that was down there. I well, Sarge doesn't even know. Is, yeah, they call. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. But, Sarge doesn't even fucking know. Yeah, uh, he, he, yeah, it's just been there for. And I love how before he finds it, uh, or like maybe it's while he finds it, the reverend's talking to this lady that he's giving a tour to, and there is no way in hell that a church would ever acknowledge that their founder was this like satanic guy you know? <laughs> like this is the land this was his land like no oh yes it's like, it all went down here man and what i mean that basically did though that, that's the fucking crazy thing it's like it's like you're right like there's no way that like i feel like they would like advertise this because the depth to it like the, the shit that that cooper smith finds in the in the cellar yeah you know, it's deep man it's like he finds this you know he like there's there's all sorts of like you know books in latin he finds that that particular little one with the the, the diary emblem, yeah the diary uh and he starts you know, you know it intrigues him i mean of course would you would you have, like if you found that in a creepy cellar would you be like dude what the fuck is this like i want to check it out of course yeah of course man that was like that was like my natural reaction to it to 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 most of these kind of situations in these kind of movies where it's like well yeah i do kind of want to know what the fuck that is yeah <laughs> exactly uh but you know like so he, he you know he finds that particular diary and it's funny because esteban's you know, diary esteban's yeah. diary uh it, because it seems like they're also sort of studying or they have studied latin in this military in, school in his, in his class yeah and, and so uh <laughs> you know he knows that it's latin he knows it needs to be translated better and uh, that leads cooper smith to finding finding a way to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> right but what 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 directly happens after the sellers uh the cellar sequence it's well like, he because he well he, he, yeah he goes in the cellar and he finds the book and then he uh he has a nightmare where uh he's in, he's in, like you maybe think that it's happening in the cellar but it turns out to be a nightmare but like the baby that's in the jar comes out and then yeah he has a, a face-to-face confrontation with father esteban who appears out of nowhere but it was a dream yeah and that's when he wakes up and his alarm clocks unplugged and his clothes are tied in knots because of the bullies and he has to go to class what a fucking weird prank to pull on people i know tying (laughs) their clothes in knots but i was also like what a dick move like and mind you like alarm clock they're they're at this uh academy so they have to be past high school at this point so they're probably like 19 or 20 yeah you know and it's just like damn these guys are still pulling this kind of shit yeah, they're all tr- they're all pretending to be super seniors at this military academy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bullying other ki- other like young adults. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. But yeah, he goes to class and Hauptmann, his professor, is, you know. Just a jerk off, dude. Like, the, like the, I couldn't get past the way he pronounced Cooper Smith's name. Like, I was just like, like how Cooper Hubba- Smith? Yeah. It was like, I think it was just like, why are you, like, I feel like he's putting this extra emphasis on it just to be like, salty or something you know like (laughs) it's just like a weird weird power move but you know like i mean but even besides that like i guess like all of the bullies and it seems like even some of the adults at times call you know call cooper dick that's like his nickname which is so fucking also so fucking frustrating but uh yeah so there's this like weird weird reference uh in that scene where they kind of cut to the classroom where (laughs) the professor is like he says something to the effect of like, like well, they're studying uh, Julius Caesar, so they're gonna go and do training exercises like the Romans. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like this is a fucking like this military academy's taking it a little too far. <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> they're building like a catapult. Yeah, yeah, they're going, they're going hard on it. Uh, but okay, so Cooper Smith's like late to class and whatnot, and so it causes kind of like that, you know, a, 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 everybody's attention was on him for a moment. Um, but shit, is that does he go? Is that the where does he go after that? I'm, ha- I'm having a hard time like. So he that. so he his professor tells him that you know after your classes you got to go see the colonel. That's but it. Before, I knew it. Be, okay. Before he goes and sees the colonel, he go he has like he's in the computer lab with the. Yep. really old apple computer you know really and he's he starts translating um the book from latin to english yep the most and learns about the black mat yeah one of the most pivotal scenes him discovering that the computer can translate this latin <laughs> like a motherfucker dude like, i know dude, and his his <laughs> I'll give him this. Clint Howard at this point in his life probably had not used very many computers. But, but like, if you if you see some of the shots of him like clicking uh-huh. his keys, there's like the sounds and his hand movements are so badly aligned. It's just it's like, hilarious. It's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, so so he like that's right. He translates like a motherfucker, and then and then uh, he get, kind of gets booted or whatever, right? Because it's like his lot of time was up, and he had to go to see the colonel. Mm-hmm. What, but. The colonel, when he gets there, is such a fucking ass to him. Like, yeah. He, bring, he brings up, like, the fact that he's, like, you know, an, uh, an orphan, basically. And he, like, is, like, on... He's there for the welfare of his, like, you know, by, like, the good graces of, like, the fucking school, it seems like. <laughs> and then he fucking gives him, like, a, a lashing. Yes. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, he's like, bend over, Cooper Smith. Yeah, yeah dude, that dude got that dude got his rocks off on that shit. That was gross. He, uh, he, has, a, he has kind of... <laughs> He has kind of a creepy line in that part where he's explaining to Cooper Smith how he's going to take him under his wing, and he's like, our mission is to turn out young men for the military. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah. While he's in the office, though, he has to leave the the Esteban's diary Mm -hmm. uh, with the the receptionist. The secretary, yeah. What was her name? Um, I don't think it ever says her name. I really don't know. I don't think I ever caught it. Uh, I'd have to look it up. But either way, he leaves the diary with uh, with her, and she kind of gets kind of intrigued by it, uh, mm-hmm. and starts That's like one way to put pe- it. messing with the pendant a, little bit, a bit and whatnot. Right? Right. Is, is that the same? I was I was having a hard time figuring this out because I didn't go back and actually look at it. I should have. Uh, was that the same lady that was in the beginning of the movie? No. No. Okay. I thought that I they for some reason I thought they like that was for a little bit and I was thinking like what like was there some sort of strange connection that I missed like her immortal soul is here you know like, I, Oh wait. I, oh, like I from mean, the I, very very beginning? Yeah. I I, oh, I, I no. Cuz I yeah. really don't know. That's interesting. I didn't I didn't notice that if so. Fan yeah, theory. The, the next <laughs> <laughs> The next cool scene is yeah, like uh it must be another punishment, but Cooper Smith is cleaning out the pig pen. <laughs> must be another she... punishment. Damn, dude. <laughs> Cooper Smith, he gets it, dude. He gets it. He does. First, man. But yeah, he's at the pig pen. You're right. And like you said, she's toying with the, uh, the pentagram yep. and the jewels on the front of the diary. Yeah. And uh, it seems to have a weird effect on the on the, the pigs in the, in, in the, in the pen, man. Well, yeah. Like, they all of a sudden start getting a little crazy getting a little 
hog wild, if you will. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> that was that was worth it all alone. Uh, but so yeah, so 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 she's messing with the like the pendant, and it somehow like triggers these these pigs like, and they start freaking out. And they kind of like go after. Cooper's like rush like, after him, yeah. Like you know, just like you know, tropping in the mud anyway, trying trying to apparently clean that. Uh, mm-hmm. He barely gets out uh, through the gate. Man, it was a dramatic scene. I my heart yeah. was beating a bit right there. <laughs> uh, but you know, like I always thought, I, th- I thought like right there, I thought it was just like a really interesting choice to like to, uh, that. It was like pigs of all, th- you know, that, that, yeah. that they were like kind of the beasts uh and and actually you see later on like they they get used more which was the kind mm-hmm. of like w- why this like this scene like had context later I, at first i was just sort of like what a strange instance i wonder if it's <laughs> gonna i wonder if like the next time somebody picks it like will some giraffes in a zoo go crazy and like <laughs> yeah i see uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it comes into play later it does it does uh okay so after the 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 pig pen debacle it's is that the time is that the does he go is that when soup cooper smith goes to the cafeteria or is he getting no he gets i think he has to go get cleaned up first well he goes to get cleaned up and he and the um the bullies have uh sabotaged his um catapult and not only that the book is missing and he thinks that they stole the book yeah when in reality it's actually the the secretary who has it or you know still on her desk or with her yeah yeah and that's the thing like uh one of the things that is kind of interesting even though those dudes do bully him throughout some of the some of the of uh you know cooper smith's demeanor gets ramped up because he's think he does think like that they've done stuff that they not haven't necessarily done but true honestly it's on them at this point i kept thinking like every time they were like like this where they're sort of like misaccused of something that's i was like dude they fucking deserve it they're like always fucking with this guy like everybody at the school they like throw his head out the window yeah exactly he's like this he, he has to be walking around on the edge and that's actually something i really uh that really translated with uh, Clint Howard's character as this movie got on, like you can tell, he was just getting like, like more and more pushed to the edge uh, as he, as oh, yeah. went, which was really kind of interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so so, uh, but but what uh, after that whole after that whole sequence, uh, is that what is is that where he's? Oh god damn, dude! I need to like write these. So he's like, down. he goes back to uh, um shows him in study hall using the computer again and uh the 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 the, uh whoever's working in the study lab is like all right like you know your time's up and then the the direct next scene is him in the basement with the computer so oh yeah that's right (laughs) he just instead of giving up the computer he just jacks it (laughs) takes it to the basement and starts setting up yeah Dude, he sets up a fucking lair down there, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that's right, dude. I can't believe that. I, like when it, when I like, <laughs> like you know he's gonna be using the computer at some point, but I didn't think he was gonna drag it all the way to the cellar. I was yeah. Like, uh, but but you know the dude's getting like more into what he's what he's reading. You know, he's research. Getting, you know, he's researching yeah. Esteban's diary. Uh, he tries to yeah, he tries to do the black mass here, and it's unsuccessful because he needs the blood of an uh, of a consecrated host. A consecrated host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody, nobody knows what a consecrated host is. I still don't know what a consecrated host is. I should have looked it up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming it means like a good person or something. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which this school apparently has none of. (laughs) Right. Right. Or a holy person or something. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. And like at this point, I, I think the computer every now and then starts, I thought this was really funny. Every, it just like, and it does it throughout the rest of the movie every now and then it'll just like flash like the Esteban's name on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's like, Esteban. how's that happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, like that was the thing that I, you know, like, uh, I get that. Like, like again, like this is eight, 1981 where like 
I'd say household computers weren't weren't a thing. You mm-hmm. know, um, no, they weren't not for people, another while. Yeah, yeah, and people really thought that like computers could probably do like a litany of fucking things. Uh, and but like some of the graphics and stuff like that that they had like on this, you know, that were like on the computer screen were so wild and i was like how is this shit happening like how yeah. you know? uh, but it looks i mean like in this cool retro way now like it, it like really like it looks fucking cool to me <laughs> like i get know? what you're saying yeah uh, but yeah so i did think it was really like i don't know i thought i i for it being future tech then i think i it holds this like really cool Mm-hmm. Uh, charm and or almost in a way now. it does yeah because you're just like you know computers can't like worship satan <laughs> <laughs> maybe today but yeah yeah, yeah. was well, the newest apple re- update yeah <laughs> so oh man yeah so he needs a consecrated host and it go yeah and then the um he has this short conversation with the reverend where the reverend's like basically mad at him because he still hasn't finished cleaning the basement and then tells <laughs> him to go to the yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then he tells him to go to the mess hall where he gets shit on again because there's no food left yeah dude like the, like it cuts to this scene of him like scraping scraps out of this like mm-hmm. hot plate you know or this like hot holder <laughs> and he's just and then like but then possibly like the coolest also greasiest character in the entire movie shows up that he's like one of the two people that's nice to him yeah well, yeah which like it's like the cook i don't even like what i can't I, like i don't what was his name i don't even i don't even think they say his name either yeah i i he's really don't know if i caught it but yeah. this but the cook shows up you know asking him like if he's hungry basically he's uh, but like the way his like he shows up like his first appearance was so great mm-hmm. he's just like this like giant sweaty greasy looking man who has like a, he's like holding a knife in a table and he's just like you hungry <laughs> okay so who's more disgusting the cook from this movie or the guy from the beginning of chopping mall that runs the italian restaurant because <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they're both gnarly yeah maybe they're like cousins <laughs> they, they, yeah <laughs> they have like cooking runs in their blood but, but yeah so he, he he's like he he makes cooper smith a steak he cooks, know, it to his, is, he cooks it to order, man. Yeah. He's like, how he's do like, you want it? Yeah. He's like being really <laughs> nice to this fucking guy, dude. Like, it was so, it was so interesting to me. I was just like, finally, dude, Cooper Smith catches a little bit of a break. So, like, having lost my parents myself, there's actually a, a kind of funny line here where they're sitting there and uh, he asks a question and Cooper Smith explains that his parents are dead and he goes, oh, uh, well, if you would have told me that, I would have given you an extra lump of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. That's oh actually kind of funny. Dude, an extra mash, man, never, yeah. never hurts. I can, I feel like I can eat so much mashed potatoes. Just so yeah. like it's one of those foods that I, I, I probably like will give myself a stomach ache eating. I, I love it so. Anyway, side. <laughs> back to yeah. Anyway, off of my ma- my lust for mashed potatoes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but that, I thought that was really funny. And so, so the you find out that the cook also has been like kind of keeping uh, mm-hmm. a, like a litter of pups. Yeah. Uh, at the at, at the school, but it's kind of hush hush because the military academy seems to be a bunch of dickheads, and so they won't yeah. let them have the dogs there. Uh, but he wants to get rid of the like the weakest one, like the weakest the, one who's not drinking the yeah. yeah, he's just like he's like whatever, it's gonna die. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's just fine with it. He's not gonna try and help. He's, but then you know, Cooper Smith is just like, just give him to me, man. I always wanted a fucking dog. I'm like I'll figure it. Out. Like it's off your plate. You don't have to worry if he lives or dies. Okay. <laughs> he has some great like uh, lines here that could uh, you know relate to society where he's like. You gotta be able to kick and scratch just to make it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Only the only the strongest ones get the biggest scraps. Or <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah he gets yeah, the, he, he gets does. the dog. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, you're right. He's like you gotta kick and scratch to make. It. I like that. But yeah, dude. So he he gets he gets the little dog, and mm-hmm. he names it Fred. Yeah, it's a cute, such a cute little puppy. Yeah, it's such a cute fucking dog, dude. I. And, 
I was nervous the entire time for that dog. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, anyway, so he keeps, he gets the dog and he brings it just immediately down to his cellar lair that he's developed, you know, and like kind of puts in this makeshift kennel. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, you know, um, and then he kind of, it's just like, I, I don't know. It. I just kept wondering like how often he <laughs> he was checking on that dog. As somebody yeah. who, has a, who has a small, puppy uh yeah. himself like, i was just like what's fred up to man what's he doing poor fred in that cellar but, yeah but then uh it kind of goes from there to i believe where is it it's like he, it goes from there to the scene with the secretary no so um no not quite yet so uh first oh, he no, he has an interaction with sarge man yeah but we're kind of, that's still, so for like, it's not really important, but first he goes and he tries to do the, uh, a, he does a different um, like thing with the computer. Um, and he's trying to conjure and command the Prince of Darkness. And while he's doing that, he hears these weird noises and it, and um, these figures wearing robes and masks, like, uh, like grab him and he gets knocked out. And it turns out it's the bullies. And they flee, but he wakes up and he's like uh, thinking that it worked. He's like, he goes, he says, uh, far fucking out. Yeah. It works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Like, and then the right. computer said, flashes a pentagram. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. Cause like the mat, like the dead giveaway for the, for the viewer was like, you see the bullies, like they have like horse masks and stuff. Yeah. On. And uh, yeah, and I thought it was so funny because immediately I just thought he was going to assume that he had, you know, just gotten like, you know, the, the butt end of a prank again or something. But to have his character like believe it was immediately mm -hmm. like a really cool tw turn because then he was just like, he immediately wanted to go further down that rabbit hole. You know? What yeah, I mean? it's true. That's uh, a good point. So then he, he's taken out the next scene, he's taken out the trash and um, the cook gives him some bones to yeah. bring to the fred and then this is like what leads into the part with sarge yeah and sarge man sarge oh is man like cringy dude sarge is creepy man yeah like this fucking who like who played him uh some i don't even know his name he, he looked familiar but i don't know if i've ever seen him anything but he looked familiar he did look familiar yeah, for he, some reason but side character familiar <laughs> he hears he hears a noise you know when he comes to investigate and finds the cellar room but he also finds his crowbar mm -hmm. that Which uh, he, he assumed had been stolen earlier yeah yeah and cooper smith li did lie to him he's like i i don't know but I'll, I'll help you look for it or something you know but that triggers the hell out of sarge yeah man. oh my god dude he's like ready to take well he was on the verge of making cooper smith a little girl that's what yeah, he, that's, that's what he a, told him it was so it was such weird. a creepy line i was just like what the fuck is sarge about man what yeah the, like uh but yeah so the Oliver a crowbar too, which was what was crazy to me. Uh, the, but then, but then the, it, again, though, in this scene, uh, this the computer screen has like one of those like uh, moments. It's really starting to become its own character. It's like a uh, sentient character, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and it like flashes, uh, and the 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 way that they did Sarge's demise was so mm -hmm. cool like it was mm -hmm. probably one of the one of the best shots in the movie in my opinion just like like his head starts kind of turning and then just like full-on just rotate 180 degree oh, yeah man yeah and it was just it looked cool dude it, it was just like you know i don't know it was just some really good effects it looked like I, it looked like he, yeah he had like his neck was hurting and then it was like yeah you know. yeah because at first it didn't all happen at once and that was what was really cool about the whole sequence you're just like uh something's pulling on him <laughs> right but yeah i mean the dude fucking deserved it because that was that was like he was about to do some gnarly shit to poor cooper smith man yeah like there was like damn implied like yeah anyway anyway it, it was gonna get creepy yeah so cooper i like how cooper smith runs and he tries to tell the the colonel and his coach and they're just they just instantly belittle him and dismiss him they're like you're dismissed private yeah <laughs> dude like it's just like 
they're not like they just don't like nobody at this damn school except for the cook gives a shit about cooper smith yeah god damn it's fucking crazy and then um so yeah he try he tries to he tries to hide the body and he finds uh like another catacomb with skeleton or whatever yeah there's like dead bodies and he finds the cross-shaped um crypt of father esteban yeah (laughs) and then the secretary the secretary scene that happens is super cool it is it is uh so you know like the secretary who's been kind of infatuated with the diary of esteban Mm -hmm. that that cooper smith doesn't know she has right uh she takes it home and she kind of is like she continues to try and mess with the medallion yeah uh, piece on there and like cuts her hand or something like that and then immediately there's this cut to her like in some lingerie like taking off the rest of it and going into the shower <laughs> uh, you know classic classic 80s and like then, of course it was like a hard cut too it's like hard cut to like all of a sudden lady in like a thong walking into the shower and you're just like mm. what the fuck just happened uh, but then, then while she's in the shower you start hearing she, like you know some things start happening so this is when the 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 triggered pigs from earlier kind of like start you know coming into play and making sense mm-hmm. she's in the shower and she's hearing some stuff you know thinks it's all cash and cool and then you know eventually it just leads to boom full-on boar invasion <laughs> and dude but the boars annihilate the fuck yeah. out of her man like it was crazy actually like they were just like going I don't want to say it again, but I'm going to hog wild. <laughs> okay. They were going, they were going nuts. But like, like it was just, I mean, like, yeah, yeah they're just ripping her to shreds. Basically. This scene was cool. Cause like, it was it, like, she falls back in the bathtub and then like, they're just tearing into her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then and, the diary vanishes. Yeah. Just disappears. And yeah. it, you know, <laughs> I didn't know I had that capability. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't either. It's good. Lots of pow- lots of mystical powers at play in this movie that you really yeah. only get a glimpse of. Um, but yeah, so you know, sh- needless to say, she dies. The- <laughs> yes, yes, Man. it would that would be a terrible way to die, dude. It would be so gnarly. I would I would hate that so hard. Um, but then where is it? Uh, then there's, it's like a whole sequence where there's kind of like, it seems like there's like some, pre, like, like, um, like a pep rally. Yeah. Slash yeah. Like beauty pageant happening yeah. at the school. <laughs> did, you, did you catch the name of the beauty pageant? The Miss Art, was it Miss Artillery or something? Like that? Miss Heavy Artillery. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? What? It, uh, so we were talking about like wrestling briefly. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the 90s in WCW, there was this, uh, it was a group that were called uh, Misfits in Action, MIA. And they all had like kind of, well, there was Lieutenant Loco, but then there was uh, General Rection. Which, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but then there was a, a girl that was part of the group who was actually a porn star, and her name was Major Guns. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh God. so Miss Heavy Artillery reminded me of that. But yeah, it's like this pageant. It's so weird. It's just so random. Yeah. Um, so, so that's all going on. And then uh, in this really strange sequence, you know, uh, Cooper Smith's trying to go out of his way to go tell the pageant, the pageant contestant that, that I guess he thought what should have won. Yeah, uh, you know that like she did the best job. Uh, it was, it was right. strange, um, but then immediately the bullies come up and they're all smoking dope. Like they're yeah. all smoking dope, and then they make fun. They like like the the main bully who's played by the who's played by the dad, one of the dads in that '70s show. Huh. That dude, the main is, bully, is, oh my god, it's Don Stark, dude. He's like the the next door neighbor of Red Foreman. That's right, but Bob, he's just super dude. young Bob. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, but anyway, so Caldwell, he's like, yeah, yeah, he like he like, in this like really malicious way, sort of like I'm cu- I'm cutting you from tomorrow because you're smoking dope, Cooper Smith yeah. or something like that. It's like, you and know, then they depants him. They depants him, which wasn't really that bad, dude. Like I have shorts that I wear that are shorter than that dude's boxers were. Okay? Yeah, no true. big no big skin there. But in the moment, very. I mean, if you've ever been pantsed, 
not a pleasant experience. Especially in front of girls when you're, yeah. yeah. One that you were just trying to like- Hit know, on, yeah. Yeah, hit on. So it definitely- it But was it gets kind worse. Of, it, yeah, I mean like, they can tell, oh my God. And this is what I mean where it's like, you know that they, almost like that smoking gun thing where, you know, if you introduce a gun into a movie, it's gun, it, you know that they're going to use it in, in that way. It's like, a, they introduce Fred and I but, know that, what? Oh, sorry. Before you get to that though, I'm going to let you get to that, but yeah. So he gets the pants and then the Colonel. So this part oh my God, was yes, like, yes. The, the Colonel rolls up and notices that he's on the ground. And instead of, you know, asking him what happened or being upset at the bullies. He basically just like tells him to go. He's like, uh, you know, he kicks him off the soccer team. Kicks he's him like, off the what are team. you doing private? Like, this is too much, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, it was so jacked. Like that, that, that was, that was part of these. That's why like, I was 100% on Cooper Smith's side in this movie. I'll yeah, say that right now. For sure. But like, yeah, like, like literally it was this devastating scene where like, he's like lying face down in the grass. Basically crying. Walks up. Yeah. He's like, and he like sees him like Cooper Smith looks at him. He's like red in the face, like tearing up, like clearly in distress. And the Colonel just like basically belittles him and kicks him off the fucking Mm -hmm. soccer team. It was the most, Mm -hmm. it was so strange. And, but, but like, and that's the thing though. Like I thought that that was going to be the triggering moment. You know, like all of this, yeah. like, and and then, but no, you know, it gets worse. I, yeah, there's no way you can write off boys will be boys in this situation. Uh, you know, hello, yeah, you know they go so so the bullies continue to have their good time party before the big game, and they you know wind up trying to drink some beers with the other, with the pretty ladies from the from the Miss Heavy Artillery pageant, oh. and. Uh, <laughs> you know, they end up down down in Cooper Smith's lair. Basically, they discover it and they end up down yeah. in his hideout down there. And they also discover Fred. And this is after yes. they read the flashing screen, also sending the message like, "Need consecrated, uh, need a consecrated host." You know, yeah. complete this thing, and they're like, "What the fuck does that mean?" So, uh, yeah. It's so anyway. So they go and being in this drunken state we'll say they just they decide to take cooper smith's dog fred and uh kill kill him sacrifice him i did not see that coming it was so hard dude i was like what the fuck is happening puppy like who would it's one thing to bully a person which is still fucked up but to just in cold blood kill a puppy what is wrong with you helpless little adorable animal yeah what is wrong with you oh my god dude i was so unnerved by that whole thing and i was like like, by the by the time the ending comes and he gets his revenge like you are so 100 percent ready for it and happy that it happens yeah yeah and and because like you know so so that that whole thing happens and they basically just leave fred down there Mm -hmm. you know and uh and you come to you know cooper smith basically uh finding fred after, mm-hmm. a moment, after a while yeah you know and and he's like covered in blood it's really like actually like heart heart-wrenching sequence where it's like you see him like holding this little like limp body and he's covered in the blood and he's just fucking crying yeah you no know? and it's just like dude like i wanted him in that moment i wanted him to, to like straight up get his fucking re- like i wanted him to like Yo, where's Father Esteban? Let's like burn this mother down. Which is coming, but yeah. And and yeah, and, and, but like, but you know, there's still like stuff to do. You know, Cooper Smith has to, he has to complete the ritual. Right. To, you know, he has. To, you know, it's not just as simple. Which, as, speaking of which, as he's sitting there with the dead body, um, the computer starts flashing again, and yeah. then he's sitting on Esteban's crypt, and a like bolt of lightning or whatever cracks it open, and the diary reappears there yep no yeah yeah it was just mysteriously gone for this entire time and it just reappears there (laughs) (laughs) and but that that you know leads cooper smith to to uh really like going for the completion of the ritual i guess right yes yes and 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 what's what's kind of funny is they build up this whole sequence uh 
where like the bullies and all these people that he fucking hates are kind of congregating in, in the chapel and he's yeah, sort they're of getting doing, ready for their soccer game. Yeah. yeah, and he's below, you know, working on his ritual. And I thought that was a really cool dynamic. Uh, but then, yeah. you know, the, his his asshole teacher from earlier uh, notices that he kind of left like some he had some blood on him, and he like you know saw some suspicious behavior from him as he goes uh-huh. to like collect a silver because Cooper Smith grabbed a silver cup out of the chapel or whatever. Yes, yes, and follows him down to his cellar, mm-hmm. and. The, the, and the way that he dies it's was awesome. so fucking cool. like it was it was this like really like you knew it was something was gonna happen but then it just happened like cooper yeah. smith turns around all of a sudden and then just bum rushes this dude and like picks him up and like throws him onto this like spiked thing hanging from the ceiling uh-huh. it was uh-huh. like it was epic as fuck it you was, was like, cool cooper smith's got like he's got rage strength man he's like, at this point you're like you know you're, you're happy you're right. Like, as fucked up as it is, like that he's killing these people, like they deserve it. You know, absolutely. It's like it's it's like when Carrie starts like going ham at the end. Exactly. Of you're you're yeah. like, yeah, like fuck him, dude. Fuck him up. Like, I did. Good I was point. like, I was, I was really like, I was really. Uh, I love that sequence just because like that, like his body just hanging there. Uh, Cooper Smith like dr- like looks like he got some blood from him in the yeah, cup. Yeah, he and, drinks like, it. He slams it. <laughs> Not he doesn't slam. He's a little trepidatious. Whole, <laughs> like I said earlier, how there's a couple deaths, and then the last ten minutes is bonkers. Like this yeah. is where it happens because he essentially completes the ritual, and it has this scene where um, he kind of gets possessed by Father Esteban, and his face gets taken over, Which and then cool. he winds up with the sword in his hand. Yeah. The sword from earlier, yeah, uh, and and it, it was a really cool sequence. I, 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 like again, granted, this is eighty one, and yeah. the way they did like the face the face transformation really looked cool still to me. Uh, it did, but yeah, yeah. So he and so you know basically like you said, he seems to get possessed by es- by es- Father Esteban, and then proceeds to like start. He just starts picking people off. It's uh, you know basically like. Uh, the reverend well, starts with the reverend. Yeah. yeah, he's giving it like a you know a sermon upstairs to the to the good old boys, and they notice like a, a nail coming out of like a, one of you know Jesus's hands in a statue, uh-huh. and that and then the like it's like a like a fairly long sequence of like watching it as it slowly struggles, and the arm of on the thing on the statue seems to be pulsating. Like pulsating. Yeah, and uh, and then it just like pops out and then immediately like impales the reverend in the fucking forehead or whatever. Yeah. dude, it was like it was like down. He was and then they down. Get lo- <laughs> they get locked in. Yeah, and then so yeah. Cooper Smith comes flying through the ground with like an oh. explosion and fire. Yeah, oh. and then a, a guy gets burnt to death, and then. <laughs> Dude, which so was, you know the again, part where, guy on fire sequence yeah really there's a couple of awesome there's a couple of them, so them in this the pigs start busting in but anyway so uh the scene where cooper smith flies forward and cuts the like cut like through the guy's head oh and kills yeah him, yeah he it's super cool dude. but you can see a string uh, <laughs> <laughs> only negative i'll say you can see a string but yeah that part was badass that He's was like, a, dude i was like the authority of that swing man like mm-hmm. dude, dude made that dude's head explode <laughs> so here's a fun fact I, I was reading something where when they were initially filming that um he didn't swing hard enough to like cut through the, the uh, fake head they made oh. so he went and practiced with the sledgehammer so oh. when he came back to do it with the sword, it would be li- like lighter and easier for him to do. That's awesome. Which is actually. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a really smart move, man. Uh, dang, yeah. And so, yeah, you're right. Like the, at this point, like the 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 whole church chapel is on fire. Uh, you know, there's boars running around chasing all of his bullies, and you know, the, the one of them, a couple of them, get annihilated by the boars. A couple uh, get their heads cut off. Yeah, a couple get their heads cut off. Um, what was the ultimate fate of uh, of the main bully? How did he Caldwell? He, so he, How did he, Caldwell he, die? He's like running and he makes it downstairs, and then um, Sarge's like reanimated oh, body. Oh yeah, comes back to life and just fucking rips his heart out, dude. Again, a really cool sequence. Like, I, yeah, like because Sarge had get like 
gets him in a chokehold and like pins him against the wall. And then there's like that slow motion, like Kali Ma almost sequence where he's like sticks his hand in the dude's chest and brings out the heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was, that was cool. That, and, and, and again, like, dude, like this slow burn of a movie was so worth like this, it was. this, this, La- the last chunk of it because it, it, was, it was such so a satisfying yeah because you're like at this point even though he's just demolishing these people with his newfound demonic powers like you're totally sympathetic to cooper smith this entire movie dude. oh yeah for sure uh but you know and and the thing that i thought was really interesting was that it the you know he this movie ends with him getting his revenge basically mm-hmm. and and then it just leaves you on this like note of like I love the way it ends. Yeah, it, like you know, the typeface starts going across the screen. I have it written like, down. Yeah. Oh, what is it? What, do you have it written down? What does it say? Yeah. So it says. So it's great. Yeah. It has. Um, text comes up and it says, "Suffering from shock and catatonic withdrawal, attributed to his having witnessed the fiery death of his dear friends and teachers, <laughs> Stanley Cooper Smith, sole survivor." of the tragic accident at West Andover Academy Chapel was admitted to Sunnydale Asylum. He remains there still. (laughs) 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 And And then this this computer screen flashes. Yeah. And and like from earlier, what um, Esteban says, it's like, I, Stanley Cooper Smith, will return. You know? Will return. And it was doing yeah. that, yeah, like, uh, and throughout the movie, I did this, but, do, do, yeah, do. like, the weird type noise, like, do, yeah, do. It, it was like, yeah, it do, was, do, do. it left you off on this, like, strange cliffhanger note, where yeah. you're almost like, are they gonna, like, bring him back? Is he gonna get more revenge? Like, they could have, they could, you know, the way they ended this, they totally could have made a second one. Right. That would have been ridiculous. It was a great movie. I enjoyed this movie. I, yeah. I really did, dude. Like, like out the gate, I was just like, "Whoa, man! This movie is like, I, it, it was, it was, it had like some really great laughs for like the date, you know, for it aging. It had some really great effects. It had True. Like, a really a shockingly compelling story. And yeah. I was reading that this movie, uh, when it was, re- it was, I think it was released in the UK. It's one it's of the sub- video nasties, yeah, where they. Yeah. It was banned in the UK, yeah. Yeah, and it's subsequently, like, to be released in the States, it had to be cut down from its gore yeah. and stuff like that. There's, like, a suit. There's, like, yeah, there's a version that's way different, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Which is wild. But either way, man, like, yeah, this was a really good watch. I definitely, like, if 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 anybody listening is, like, at all into what we're talking about, like definitely if you have not checked out evil speak, I would fucking check it out. Like it was, yeah. I really enjoyed watching it. And I was, I, I think I, that was one of the things I text. like, I, you know, when I texted you, I was just like, I had like, I was all about it when I was, cause I had like, I, I, the way I watched this movie this week was I had like, I went to work early one day and like got jacked up on espresso one, one morning and just like was watching it in the morning. And I just like, <laughs> I just was like all like, I was supposed to be opening my, like the shop and doing stuff. And I just got so hyper-focused on it. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> it was fucking good. I, I loved it. And I actually just like, you Dude, know, I, yeah, it's good times. Have you seen the trailer for Halloween Kills yet? I have not. I heard it dropped. I have not seen it. What was your take? so fucking amazing. It looks so brutal and violent like yes it's gonna be amazing oh my god dude. i can't wait for michael that myers and the halloween franchise has, has has been like one of my it's if not like probably my favorite long-standing franchise yeah it's definitely my top like you know but oh my god yeah do you did did they do you know when it releases by any chance um later the halloween season this year oh my god dude and then the the trailer for Candyman. It's yes, really I, good too. I saw the Candyman trailer. Yeah. That, I'm excited that look, for that. That looks fucking awesome. It looks terrifying, I original, actually. Yeah. I, dude, I love I the original. Too. So, and and if I'm, uh, I, well, I guess I don't know this off the top of my head. I I, I wonder if they're if if they're involving the original yeah, Tony, actor at all. Tony Todd's in it. Yeah, I, that's what I thought because I remember when hearing about this a while ago and, and hearing that rumor, and I don't know if I ever. But that's super sick, dude. Because Tony yeah. Todd, like he. He's one of those actors, like, he just brings, like, a very one-of-a-kind performance to what he does. Like, he's a very unique actor. I agree. Uh, so, yeah. That, yeah, that's fucking exciting, man. But, yeah, I'm finally, I'm finally stoked to start seeing some, like, more good horror coming out. 
Uh, mm-hmm. In this way, you know, type of, I suppose this is like a different type of horror, but uh, also like M. Night Shyamalan's new, newest movie, Old. It looks pretty good. Yeah, it's inter- it, it looks interesting. It looks it looks like a Shyamalan movie, but it looks kind of kind of creepy too. So I'm, I'm hoping yeah. that we get some more horror, especially as the theaters are opening back up, man. I saw, For sure. I, I saw my first movie in theaters recently. What? <laughs> oh, Fast and Furious 9. Oh, <laughs> how was it? Oh, dude, it was it, no. It was like it was like the perfect kind of movie to go see back on screen. Yeah, it's huge, it. bombastic, over the top, and you're just like, you know, I was not used to surround sound again in the theater. Like when it okay. started playing, I was like, like there's speakers all around. <laughs> like I was like tripped out for a second, dude. It's been like, a while, yeah. It's been I, a while, but I might have to go see that this weekend. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun one. It's over the top. If you, it, you know, it's how was how was John Cena in it? Oh, dude. John Cena, he was. I mean, he was fine. Like he, I think he gave a out of the ensemble that Fast and Furious has. John Cena gave a gave a great performance. Okay. <laughs> I'll say that. But I'm looking but, forward to his role as the peacemaker. Yeah, me too, dude. Like he looks like he's really gotten into that role too. Yeah, which, is, for which sure. makes it all the better. And there's and James Gunn's developing a series for that too. So right, it's that'll true. be fucking cool. But, well, before we get too off point, yeah. we might as well wrap this up. Yeah, we'll wrap this one up for the hot dogs. Uh, my friend, this was a great watch. Like I said, I definitely yeah. recommend anybody anybody out there to watch it. This, this is fucking ridiculous fun. But uh, we'll definitely be back again next week with another fresh fresh movie for you. Uh, that'll be episode yes, sir. seven. Uh, man, we just keep rolling on them. I'm, I'm stoked, man. Me too. Uh, yeah, we. I don't know if we have a movie yet, hot dogs, but we'll pick it out. We'll... You know, you'll see it on the next one. Any? Uh, yes, you will. Any uh, final thoughts for anybody? No, just, oh, yeah. So I, I wanted to say this at the beginning, and I don't know if Jeremiah is going to listen, but I listened to your guys' podcast, and I just I thought it was really cool what he said. So I just wanted to say, Jeremiah, I appreciate uh, the kind things you said. And if you want to get my phone number, get it from Jared, but I'd love to get back in contact with you. Hell yeah, so. man. Hell yeah. That's one of the things I've been really enjoying about mm-hmm. Old Heart Radio lately. It's been, you know, it's finally, you know, some of those branches on the proverbial tree are really growing and we're starting to branch out and, and be, in, be connected with each other again. Because, you know, you, Jeremiah, Nick, Dusty, any litany of other of people that we had, you know, in our circle growing up yeah. uh, are, all, are all fantastic people to have in your life. And I appreciate that everybody's been receptive to getting back in touch. So, hey. I have too. Much appreciated, everybody. Much love to everybody. I guess we'll see you next week for another Whack Arnold's Brothers podcast. Yes, sir. All right. Good night.